right? Okay. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy to, oh, going back in time. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Hey, Cheryl. Oh, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> I just, because you know, Cheryl, I be sitting here and people just watching me and they don't say nothing. <laughs> Uh, happy Wednesday. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time watching, you don't know who I am or what I'm doing on here. If you're listening to the podcast, and you're like, who's this lady I'm listening to? I'm Natalie Pierre Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help entrepreneurs and startups complete all of their business paperwork so they can be legitimate in the streets. Uh, things like getting your articles of incorporation, EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, brand protection strategies, contracts for clients and partners, um, and hiring and training strategies for employees. I help you do all of these foundational things so that you can grow with confidence and so that you can, hey, Obed, and so you can access things like business loans or business credit. If you want to be able to access PPP loans and things like that, you can't just go to the government and say, hey, give me some money. They want to know that you have a legitimate business, right? So I help you get that paperwork in order so the government can see you as a legitimate business. All right, so um, if you're wondering why I'm qualified to help you do these things. I'm very happy that you asked. I'm a licensed attorney, have been one for 15 years and counting. I have started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurial hospitality and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful, there are just some things that you need to know. All right. Uh, so if you are in the startup phase of your business and you need some legal guidance, if you don't know how to get an EI number, if you don't know what a DUNS number is, if you need some contracts, uh, co contact me. Let's get in contact. I want to get you together. Go to Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book yourself a free 15 minute consultation today. Uh, as well at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you can download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting from you can also access many of my video trainings and my ebooks um, on different aspects of business formation this month we are focusing on EIN numbers so I have my let's get EIN numbers workshop uh, that you can get for $79 and if you um, feel like you need some one-on-one -on -one time with me you can add on a 30-minute session for $59 I believe okay uh, uh, also at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast so that if you ever can't make a live broadcast with me, you can always just catch up on YouTube or listen to it, you know, on your way somewhere. There's a lot going on at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, including where you can get your show merch, NPL legal dish merch, our mugs and our t-shirts. Make sure you grab yours. Let everybody know how you got so smart. Okay. Yes, uh, but uh, that is enough about NPL Consulting. Let's get to the reason why we are here. You guys are here for NPL Legal Dish, the show, right? So here is how the show works for anybody who might be watching. If it's your first time or if you forgot, let me just refresh your memory. Memory. We have added um, a couple of new segments to the show. One is uh, temporary. One uh, is going. One is permanent. So we're going to start off with our black business of the evening. Uh, I told you guys at the beginning of the month that um, this entire month of February, in honor of Black History Month, I'm going to be highlighting black businesses that I myself have 
uh, you know, purchased goods or services from. Nobody is paying me to do this. I just want to promote businesses that have done right by me so that you guys can know about them and we can spread the wealth. All right. So after our black business of the evening, we will go to into our NPL nugget. What is our NPL nugget? That is a short uh, business or legal uh, concept that I teach you in a minute or two. Um, of something that you need to know, all right? And then after our NPL nuggets, we get into our stories. Uh, now, where do I find these stories? I find them everywhere. You guys send them to me. I get I get Google alerts on certain topics, uh, blog sites, um, podcasts, things like that. Um, so anywhere I find inspiration, I pull stories that have lessons that we can learn as business owners and entrepreneurs, and we discuss them, okay? So this is the time for you to get involved. Don't be shy. Give me your questions. Give me your comments as long as they are respectful, okay? Um, so tonight we have three stories, uh, and I'm very excited about them. We're going to get into some discussions today, all right? But let's start off with our black business of the evening. Tonight I am highlighting K. Russo Apparel. All right, um, if you have watched this show, uh, a lot of times you may hear me shout out somebody named Miss Whitney uh, on this show, and she is uh, the PR director for K. Russo Apparel. Um, they make chic, comfortable clothing. Uh, their logo is a teddy bear, um, and I bought some shorts from them. They're like super comfortable. They're my favorite shorts in the world right now. Uh, so if you're looking, and they have clothes for men, women, and children. So if you're looking for, you know, a black-owned clothing brand that can dress the whole family, uh, you know, that's comfortable, that's, you know, uh, quality clothing, uh, go check out K. Russo Apparel. They also do a lot of work in the community with children, or at least they did when the world was open. So check out their nonprofit, K. Russo Cares, as well. All right. Uh, they're on Instagram at K. Russo Apparel. And if you want to go uh, shop with them, you can go shop with them at K. Russo Apparel. Dot com. All right, but that is our black business of the evening. Moving on to our next segment. Uh, hey, Margaret. Mm. Our next segment is the black business. Uh, no, is is uh, our NPL nugget. Hey, Nessie time. Our next segment is our NPL nugget. So you guys know that we have been covering E or we are covering EIN numbers the entire month of February. So on Monday, we defined what an EIN number, we said that it's a nine-digit identification number that the government uses to identify you for business purposes, right? Um, it's your business's social security number. Last night, we learned that EIN numbers are necessary to establish business credit. I get a lot of questions about business credit, right? And you can't get business credit if you're not an official business. And part of that is getting your EIN number. Um, and a th a, so another reason why you need an EIN number is you need it to open a business bank account. If you go to the bank, hey Trista, and you want to open a business bank account, they're going to ask you for all of your information. They're going to ask for articles of incorporation. They might ask you for an operating agreement and an EIN number. They want to know that you are an established business. So an EIN number is very, very important. All right. Now, if you need an EIN number, if you would like to know how to be able to apply for an EIN number by yourself, or if you, and if, and if you want the whole rundown on everything that you need an EIN number for, 
you know, and how, and how to get one, all of that process. Uh, I have a video workshop where I literally take you through the process. I take you to the website where you can apply for your EIN number. Um, go pick up the Let's Get EIN Numbers video training. It is, uh, the fir- if you go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, it is the first button on there. All right. Um, so start getting your business in order so you can, you know, get your business credit in line so you can get your PPP loan so you can open your business bank account you'd want. And so you can look official out in these streets. So go pick up the workshop. All right. Um, all right. So we did our black business. We did our MPL nugget. It is time to move on to our stories. Let's get started. Let's get started. Let's get started. All right. Okay, so our first um, story tonight, it's more of a discussion piece. Um, A while ago, a few months ago, uh, we talked about a law that was about to be passed um, within the stimulus bill that would make uh, piracy, meaning like, you know, streaming movies or streaming music illegally, that would make that a felony where you could serve prison time. Right, and I asked you guys if you thought that it was worth, uh, if if piracy um, was worth prison time, and at that time, most of you said no. So, but I want to get, you know, just a fresh view here of everybody who is watching here. Do you think that piracy, you know, like streaming illegal movies or streaming illegal music, is that a a crime that you think should be uh, that that should uh, require prison time or would or should be eligible for prison time should somebody be able to you know be sent to prison because they streamed all of the you know marvel universe movies on an illegal streaming site what do you think hey what do you guys think at the time when this story came out hey sincere 39 I didn't think that piracy was worth prison time. It's like, while, you know, I understand, you know, every little thing adds up, I didn't know a lot of the numbers that go into piracy. So I read an article today that was written by um, a filmmaker. She was in, she's been at the helm of, like, the Terminator series. Margaret said, yes, maybe. Uh, Nessie Time said, prison time, no. A financial fine, Yes. Um, Cheryl said disciplinary action should be taken, but I don't think it warrants prison time. Okay. Well, I read this article today by a filmmaker and they put some numbers on piracy and I want to know if this changes anyone's view. So, um, this filmmaker, I uh, again, I forget her name, but she's the one who has been doing, you know, the Terminator movies. She said that before the pandemic, piracy was costing the film industry $29.2 billion a year. It was costing um, $230,000 to $560,000 jobs per year. Um, and, you know, other losses. And she said that since the pandemic, piracy has risen 60%. So if before the pandemic, piracy was costing the film industry thirty million, about $30 million, you know, um, it's probably costing, costing them close to a hundred million dollars at that point. And that also, and that leads to a decrease in jobs, which leads to, you know, a, a deflating economy because if people aren't working, they are not purchasing, right? So now that we have some numbers 
on, you know, the, the piracy, the piracy industry, does that change your opinion? Do you think that because of this numbers, because there are billions of dollars being lost, because there are hundreds of thousands of jobs being lost, do you think that piracy should be worth prison time? Um, the only person who has said yes, maybe so far is Margaret. Everybody else has said no. Does that, do these numbers change your, your, um, your opinions? Nessie Time said that there should be a financial fine. I definitely think a financial fine is reasonable. Um, and, but in terms of prison time, I feel like maybe if it's some type of huge organized, you know, issue or, you know, I don't know, run, run by, I don't know, the mafia or something, maybe. But if it's like some college kid sitting in his room, I don't know if, you know, if that's necessarily worth prison time. What do you guys think? Do these numbers change your opinion? We were losing $30 billion to piracy in the film industry before the pandemic, and it's only gone up. It's risen 60%. Do you guys think that, uh, does that change anything for anyone? Or are you guys still, you know, in your, in your respective camps? What do you think? I'm going to give you guys... Ooh, excuse me. I'm going to give you like guys a little time because I know that, uh, Facebook, your, your, um, comments and things, they, they tend to come in a little later, but, uh, what's going on Instagram? What do y'all think? Does this change anybody's idea while we wait for Facebook's answers to come in? Anyway, I, I definitely think fines should be imposed. I'm actually more upset that they snuck this, uh, new law in, into the stimulus bill. By the way, where's my stimmy Joe? Um, um, but yeah, what do you, what do you guys think? Most of you think that it's not worth prison time. Doc, uh, Dr. Obed Magni said, fine, no prison. All right, no prison. And this is coming from, uh, from a, can I, can I tell people from a former police officer? Uh, Nessie time said, I still think they should start with a hefty fine that involves wage garnishment credit hit, then maybe pick them up for jail time in prison just to show no more of this. Okay. So Nessie time thinks that maybe you can use prison time as an escalation tactic. If you find them, you know, and, uh, you know, and done whatever you can, you know, on the administrative side and they're still intent on doing this piracy, then maybe throwing them in the pokey for a little bit will change their tune. Okay. All right. So I, I can see that. I think that's a reasonable compromise, an, escal- an escalation of, of severity. Okay, I like that, Nessie Time. I like that a lot. All right, well, thank you guys for, um, Cheryl, said, Cheryl said she agrees with paying a fine. Okay, so you're just for fines. You don't think prison, um, prison should be involved. Margaret definitely agrees with you, Nessie. Okay, so Margaret and Nessie, they're going to run the, uh, the, the piracy prison. (laughs) Margaret and Nessie are going to run the piracy prison, y'all. Okay. Thank you guys for, for that quick little discussion. I just wanted to get, oh, hold on. Since 839 said, it's not hurting them that bad. Half the movies made aren't worth paying for anyway, in my opinion. Okay, they may not be worth it to you, but somebody is spending money to uh to get those movies made since year 39. Shouldn't they be invest like that that's their investment. Even even like a low budget movie costs a few hundred thousand, 
Nessie Times said great mind things alike think alike, Margaret. Like, yeah, so since they're not even the 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 lowest of budget movies, I don't think you can make a theater ready movie for less than probably four hundred thousand dollars, right? So if people are streaming this movie and they're not going to the movies to see it and they're not seeing any of that return, isn't that, you know, aren't they entitled to fight for their money? Um Sincere 39 said, when does, when Denzel moves next to me, that is a problem. Okay, so you're like, it's not hurting them that bad. They're still living their rich lives and things like that. Okay, all right, I see it, I see it, okay? So we've all got our opinions, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see how, how they'll be able to enforce it. Uh, okay, all right. Moving on to our second story of the evening. Um, does anybody here use Apple Pay or uh, the Apple Wallet? Or a, a parent, if you use, hold on. Since uh, they're said, I get it though. This will be a long problem for them to deal with. Yes, it will. Uh, this is not. This is by no means the end. All right. Does anybody watching, if you use Apple Pay or Apple Wallet or any Apple financial services, please give me an Apple emoji. Uh, so if you use Apple Pay, hey 76 Grimk, or Apple Wallet, or uh, apparently Apple has a card now, uh, give me an Apple emoji. I do not have Apple Pay or any of that. I got an iPhone that is as far into the uh, that is as far into the Apple cult that I'm willing to go. Uh, Sincere 39 said, Team Android. Since they're not, I love Android phones. I absolutely love Android phones, but when I switched over to iPhone when I needed an MP3 player, and at the time, Android phones didn't have good, um, you know, podcast apps. Okay, so AP Jackson uses Apple Pay or Apple Cash, Obed, Dr. Obed Magni uses Apple Pay, Apple Cash, right? So do any of you, got, of you guys have the Apple Card? If you have the Apple Card, Obed, or AP Jackson, please just say yes in the comments. Let me know. Because uh, apparently, I didn't know this, but uh, the Apple Card is uh, is only, I've only seen a couple, but it's only good in the United States. You can't really use it anywhere outside of the United States yet because uh, they don't have the rights to use it with the financial systems. Okay, AP Jackson said no. Okay. Um, but apparently Apple is going to be going into Canada. They have recently been approved for the trademarks in Canada for Apple Cash and Apple Card. Um, they have a branded credit card with, uh, what was it? Master, what was it? It's MasterCard and Visa, right? Yeah. So Apple Cash, uh, or Apple is, is, you know, in business with, uh, MasterCard making, uh, getting into the financial industry, just like you got Cash App, you got Zelle, you've got, um, PayPal, you've got, what's the other one? Venmo, Apple Pay, Apple Cash, they're getting right into that as well. Um, now the Apple Cash and Apple Card, they are tied to the Apple Pay and Apple Wallet. Uh, you can get entrance, interest-free financing, for Apple products when you use your Apple Cash or Apple Card. Um, and, you know, they're planning on expanding outside of the U.S. They're trying to get into Australia right now. But if you don't use Apple right now, if you don't use Apple Cash and you're not Team Android like Sincere39, 
Are any of you interested in getting an Apple card? Are any of you interested in being within, you know, in, in letting Apple in, uh, in the financial services department? What do you guys think about Apple getting into financial services? Do you think it's a good idea? Well, it's obviously a good idea for them, but is that a good idea for consumers? Since so the other night asked, is it a credit card? Um, I think there's a credit aspect to it, but it's more like a debit card. You tie it to your Apple wallet and your Apple pay since the 39. So I mean, okay, you don't have an Apple wallet. Okay. Um, AP Jackson said, no more cards for me. I feel you, girl. High five. Okay. Um, anybody else interested in getting Apple Cash or an Apple card? You know, maybe maybe you can find, if you got to buy a new, what's the, what are them things? MacBook. You can get an interest-free finance deal on it. Um, 76 Grimke said, I barely want an Apple phone. They're doing too much. Sincere 39 said, okay, like the Target Red card. I think it's a little bit more involved than the Target Red card. You're actually going to be able to put money on this card and 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 do transactions, and it's tied to a min, a, a major um you know credit pro- processor Mastercard. I don't believe the Target Red card is tied in with Mastercard. Margaret said, "Not for me." Okay, so most of you are not you are not feeling this Apple Cash, <clears throat> and I feel you. I'm like, no, I my money's already going too many different places. I got enough. I'm not doing no more. But just to let you know, Apple Cash will be going into Canada. All right? Okay. Um, Before we get into our last story of the evening, I want to remind you that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are in the startup phase of your business... (laughs) and you uh, need some legal guidance to help you get your business legitimized, uh, I want to help you. I'm a licensed attorney who wants to help entrepreneurs and startups achieve their business goals. Go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book yourself a free 15 minute consultation today. Okay. Uh, Cynthia 39 said, we are not team Apple. Look, Cynthia 39, I'm not saying that Apple has its uses. Apple has its uses. Okay. I can't lie. The iPhone is dope. <laughs> All right. Okay. Moving on to our final story of the evening. Um, I was surprised. I put a poll in my stories and I asked if any of you guys uh, liked Taylor Swift and it was a 100% no. I thought I'd at least get one person who liked um, Taylor Swift, but Everybody who answered the poll said no. So I'm going to ask you guys, because I know not not everybody here answered the poll. Is anybody here a Taylor Swift fan? If you are a Taylor Swift fan, please give me a TS in the comments. If you enjoy the musical stylings of Taylor Swift, give me a TS in the comments. Ooh. I am thirsty. This show makes me like work up a thirst. Cheryl's no. <laughs> Cheryl said no. She's not a Taylor Swift fan. Um, t- uh, 76 Grim K said not really a big no. You know, Taylor Swift, she has a bop here and there. I'm, I can't say that I'm a fan, but she does have a bop here and there, right? Um, what? Hold on. 
Cynthia and I said, yeah, I saw that. It was 100%. No, Margaret said no. All right. So no no love for Taylor Swift over here. All right. So maybe that will influence your, your, um, decision when I tell you this story. Has anybody here ever been to Utah? If you've ever been to Utah, please give me a U in the comments. Uh, in Utah, there is, uh, an event and experience park called Evermore Park. Okay. They've been in business for a little bit. Um, they have four registered trademarks for the name Evermore Park. Okay. Okay. For the name Evermore Park, um, for things like merchandise and live performances. Um, you've driven through Utah. You, okay. You've been to Utah. Okay. Um, Dr. Obed Magny, did, did you pass by Evermore Park by any chance? Anyway, let me continue. Um, anyway, so, so Evermore Park in Utah, you know, they've got four registered trademark for their name. Uh, they're branching off. They're creating books and shows and albums for the Evermore Park brand. So, you know, they're trying to expand. Here's the problem. Taylor Swift recently released an album that she has named Evermore. Okay. Um, and Taylor Swift is also selling merchandise for her Evermore album. Um, and the Evermore Park is saying that Taylor Swift's Evermore album, the use of the Evermore name is, <laughs> you say Utah is boring. Okay. Uh, they're saying that Taylor Swift's use of the name, it is getting in the way of their business. And because they're in a similar business, they're saying it's affecting them badly. They used to come up, you know, in the first Google searches when you typed in Evermore. Now, apparently it's all Taylor Swift. So Evermore Park is suing Taylor Swift for trademark infringement because she is selling merchandise, which they have a trademark for the phrase Evermore Park in there, right? Um, not only are they saying, uh, yeah, they're saying that there's Google that, that basically, you know, they're not showing up in Google searches anymore. And, um, but Taylor Swift's lawyers are saying, well, this is just a money grab because Evermore Park is in deep debt. They have a lot of creditors and they're just trying to come after Taylor Swift. So I want to know from you guys, who do you think is in the right here? Do you think Evermore Park is pulling at straws or reaching for straws when it comes to suing Taylor Swift for trademark infringement for live performances and merchandise? Remember, they have four registered trademarks for Evermore Park. Taylor Swift just released this album, Evermore and it's coming out with merchandise, and the attorneys are looking to trademark some of this. So um, Evermore Park, they're like, they had to have known that we were out here. Who do you think is in the right here? Evermore Park or Taylor Swift's team? Since Zero 39 said they should collaborate. Hmm. Taylor's not really the collaboration type. <clears throat> who do you think should, who do you think is right here? Um, I think Evermore Park, is right. Uh, it's, it's like an event park. It's like you go there for an experience. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what the experience is. I don't know what they do out in Utah. Um, but you know, Evermore Park, even though they're not as famous as Taylor Swift, they did go through the trouble of getting these four trademarks, right? And this is why intellectual property is so important. This is a very small company. 
Taylor Swift has a lot of money, but because they have these registered trademarks, they can go knock on Taylor Swift's door and say, hey girl, we own this. Now we don't know who's going to win in this, but they at least have standing to go in court and say, you know, we've got, we've got a, uh, you've, we've got a right to this name and you don't. Margaret Massey said, no, they have the trademarks. Taylor Swift is in the wrong. Um, Nessie Time said, what about two different industries? Well, uh, Ever, Evermore Park, they have a trademark for, for merchandise, which Taylor Swift is selling, like t-shirts and things like that. And they have a trademark for Evermore Park for live performances. And I'm sure that, you know, Taylor's going to be out here performing her song wherever she can. Um, Cheryl Whiteside said, I would say Evermore Park. I'm sure it's been around longer than she's been alive. She is kind of young. She is kind of young, but you know, uh, I, I definitely think that Evermore Park is doing the right thing here. You know, they, they've applied for these trademarks. Um, 76 Grimke said that she is Team Utah. I'm Team Utah too. I think that Taylor Swift has uh, uh, enough money and a powerful enough legal team that they should have known that this trademark was out there and that it might get in the way. So, um, yeah, I don't give you any passes, Taylor Swift. Um, Nessie Time said, does she have to get rid of her song too? No, she wouldn't have to get rid of the song because the song is copywritten, right? You copyright songs. But in terms of selling merchandise, you know, she, she would not be able to get a trademark. Um, it doesn't mean that she can't necessarily sell t-shirts at her concert. She just wouldn't be able to trademark the name for merchandise and live performances. Okay. Hi, Cooks Yolanda. All right. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, I think that Evermore Park, they're doing the right thing. They're standing up for their trademark. They're like, look, I don't care if Taylor Swift is this worldwide known phenomenon. We pay for these trademarks and we're going to enforce them. Right. So that is why it's important to have your intellectual property in place so that you can fight the big boys when they try and steal your stuff. (laughs) All right. So, uh, that is, that's what I had for you this evening. We're gonna we're gonna end here. I want to thank you guys for your participation this evening. I want to thank you for your comments, your questions, uh, your funny responses. You guys are funny. Um, Nessie Time said, "So if she keeps the song, how does that stop her from coming up in the search engine first? Um, I don't know." <laughs> I don't know, Nessie Time, but, you know, if they have, like, an Evermore store for Taylor Swift, you know, they, they might have to take that down. Um, it, it would depend. I, I'm not, I don't, I don't know how deep it goes, so I can't, you know, answer that question with any specificity, all right? Um, but I want to thank you guys for your participation this evening. Uh, I want to... Uh, uh, what is it? We're done for this week. We'll be back on Monday with more stories. If you find anything that you want me to talk about, please, please, please send it to me. You know, I love when you send me stories. Um, make sure that you pick up the EIN workshop training. If you did not, if you missed the beginning of the show, we went over our NPL nugget for EIN numbers. Go catch, uh, the replay. Um, also catch the replay for the black business of the evening. We talked about K Rusa apparel, Uh, I will see you guys back here on Monday. Uh, Yeah, that's it. Make sure you book your one-on-one sessions. Get your show merch, all right? Um, Talk to you next week. Bye-bye.